0: Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, young Vince, Uncle Vinny. Got a very special guest. We got the chef in the house. Mr. Daniel Tisfi. Yo, yo, what's poppin'? My guy. Oh. Cheers, oh, bro. Yes. Thank you. Pronounce your name one more time. Did yeah. I do okay there?
1: You did. Daniel Tisfi.
0: Tisfy. Okay, yeah. bro. I love it.
1: Yo, I, I just sound more like assertive when I say it. Daniel Tesfai. That's it. That
0: Tisfi name holds means. weight.
1: It does. Tesfai means hope.
0: Tesfai means hope.
1: Yeah, to be hopeful.
0: In what language?
1: Uh, Tigrinya, which is Eritrean, East Africa.
0: Bro, first minute of the conversation, I'm learning already, man. Yeah, that's usually love what that. happens
1: with me. I, I I don't hold back on anything. I'm, I'm just I'm just that type of guy.
0: <laughs> You're in the right place, bro. So yo, for everyone watching. Really wanted to talk to you, bro, because we're gonna find out for sure. You're a chef. Yeah, you're doing your thing in the food world, I am. and uh, <laughs> I think chef's one of the most interesting journeys you could take. So I yeah. was really excited to talk to you about that, man. So it's a lot.
1: <laughs> it's a lot.
0: It's a lot. Mm. How did you get involved in that in the first place?
1: Mm, like what inspired me in the beginning, or actually, we, we talked a bit
0: off camera. So we'll talk a little bit about growing up, and then we'll go into that. Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Um, hmm. uh, it's it's weird. I have like two different stories. I can I don't remember which one's the exact one. Like I have one story where I'm like eight years old. I'm watching Family, family. Channel, and um, this movie comes up, and one of the celebrity chefs that's in it is Chef Bobby Flay, and essentially the whole plot of the story, sorry, the movie. Um, was this kid loved baseball and cooking. Okay. And then he was leaving high school. And then so his mom wanted him to do whatever he wants, but his dad was like forcing him to do baseball because like baseball is life, right? And then um, in the end, he just chose food. And it kind of like, like reassigned it with my life. Okay. Like, cause as a a kid for me, I used to play soccer a lot. (laughs) Like, to be honest, I'm not trying to be, like, cocky, but I was pretty good. <laughs> you are serious. I was pretty good. Um, so I had to choose, and then and then I got inter- interested into food um, through that movie. So, so it was me kind of, like, trying to learn little things of food, but also, like, I'm already, like, in soccer. <laughs> right. Um, so from then on, I'm, like, and due to, like, I guess maybe some financial problems, because um, when you're trying to get into, like, any – um sport at a higher level it costs a lot of money right um so for me it was one of those like i always have food at home so um maybe i can try to figure out what to do with it so started off with eggs i made some pretty bad eggs i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> bro eight <laughs> so, years old some pretty bad We'll excuse eggs. that and, and i ate it i ate it there just to know how bad it is and just to know to never do that again.
0: Humbling eggs. Yeah. (laughs) Humbling eggs, man. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, so there's that. but There's also like a second one where um, I, my aunt actually inspired me. Um, uh, On my mom's side, she's the, the youngest of the siblings. And she, the reason why she inspired me was cuz like like in my culture you got to be like a few things in your career field. Okay. And I'm sure like a lot of culture cultures can relate. Like you got to so in the Eritrean, Ethiopian culture, when you grow up and you finish school whatever, you should be a nurse. <laughs> you should be an engineer of some sort or be a doctor or like a mechanic. Right. Or something like that. Right? And, like if you're not any one of those, then you like you're you were basically shunned from the family that's how it was back then now okay. now we're now we're good <laughs> got you um so my aunt like back then when it was when it was hard to have uh, like this type of career in the food world um it, it made me go crazy cuz I'm the type I'm the type of guy that likes to like likes to push buttons right so she pushed buttons to the point where she was so successful to the point where um she was getting calls for caterings like out of the country. Every single, like from what I remember and from what my family members, every single um, Eritrean or Ethiopian wedding we went to, um, she catered. And I Huge. went to a lot of them. And our weddings are not small. <laughs> they start with like 500 people. That's a
0: big job, bro.
1: <laughs> and she had a team of like, it was her and four, uh, four other people. Uh, yeah, so it could it could have been that as well
0: i love that bro i think that's an amazing story because your aunt's like someone an example of someone that really took a chance bet on herself like that's huge bro
1: she did real big real big real big to the point where um back in uh 2020 actually sorry, back in 2020 um so my aunt was seeing that i was getting better in the industry okay so she's kind of like accepting me, or maybe thinking that we can eventually work together. And I'm like sick, dope. Like it's like my whole world is coming full circle, like right now. Right. That is huge. <laughs> it was great. So like we were talking like a lot, like we messaging, calling. Even when she was busy, she, like she'll pick up my calls anyways, and when I'm busy, I'll pick up her calls. Talking about it, everything's going great. Then. Uh, 2021 hits, COVID times, Yep, super aggressive times. I hate remembering those times to be honest and talking about it, Um, but she started to get sick. Yeah, Um, and she eventually uh, passed that year. My condolences, bro. Yeah, thank you. And what's crazy is like her, her death anniversary was yesterday. So, hence why, I like, like to bring it back to you, so when you reached out to me and you gave me a date, I was just like, this is this is a sign. <laughs> it is a this sign. This is 100% man. a sign. Cheers to her, yeah, man. Cheers. Legend. Yeah. Cheers.
0: Big things, bro. I really appreciate you sharing that, man.
1: And um, so, I... Like after her passing, I, I obviously had to figure out how to cope with everything that's happening. And then um, I ended up getting a call from someone, actually someone that you interviewed. No way. Yeah, um, saying that uh, he has an investor lined up for me. Um, this is wild like a morning, right? So right. I can't really process things. Right. He said he had an investor lined up for me and then he's just like, everything's on for you. Uh, figure out a name to, uh you your, it's your menu it's your map everything right and then as soon as i hung up that phone i'm like belly bistro belly it's actually pronounced billy is the nickname of my aunt
0: oh man that's yeah. as full circle as you can get yeah shout out to billy bistro man I want to talk a lot more about that, but I had no idea yeah, that's where it came don't. from. A lot of
1: people don't. Um, I don't want it to. To I don't want this to be something for everyone to make it to like feel bad for me for, or like oh yeah like I'm gonna support him because of it. like I, I don't want that like it's cool it's cool I I appreciate it, <clears throat> and I'm sure she does too. Yeah, but. Like, this this is, this is not how she would want us to win. Nah, so, man. <laughs> I'm just...
0: That's real as fuck, because yeah. you want it to be known from great quality.
1: I, just, I, I This is why I needed to tell her story first, before I said
0: Oh, man, like, I love that. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for sharing that, man. Like, sometimes the, the people in our life that really inspire us yeah we got to pay them back and sometimes that's just talking about them you know yeah showing them that love it feels good it It feels feels like a
1: warm hug every time i talk about it it's
0: great love that bro shout out to your aunt um amazing story about where the name billy bistro came from because i definitely wanted to ask you that down the line and you you sharing that story blew me away. I feel like
1: bro. I feel like everybody looks at Belly Beast Show, but like, oh yeah, Belly. That's exactly Bistro. what I thought. Yeah, that was, that was my plan. That's smart. <laughs> that it worked perfect,
0: <laughs> bro. It really was a full circle, then. Yeah. I think that happened. Everything ha- has happened.
1: Yeah, that's no, amazing, I'll, man. I feel her with me. This, this feels like 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 my superhero costume. Like this feels like a, like a cape. Like I feel like Superman. I feel with like you, bro. Black Panther. Yes, when, I, when I'm wearing this. protection man
0: you're protected I I love that bro that's an amazing story Um, so when you got inspired by her and you made the eggs and all that what did that lead to like was it just messing around in the kitchen cooking for your mom was it like what was the next step
1: oh yeah yeah it was cooking a lot at home Um, majority of the time in the beginning my my parents didn't want to eat my food okay not that it was bad all the time but it was it w- wasn't anywhere near our cultural food, right? Like, right. M- my, my parents at the time were very like, our food or no food type of type of deal. Like it wasn't like trying anything right. at the time. Later on, it was, it was a lot easier because I started cooking a lot more. Um, but then I started. Uh, so I started cooking in restaurants when I was 14. I think 14 and then I was a uh, dishwasher so I was a dishwasher which a lot of people think dishwashing is, is a shitty job, it's only a shitty job if you go in with a shitty mentality every time Facts. So if you go in with a great attitude and just look at the dish pit and, and know that you are know how to organize it and get that shit going, having a good vibe the whole time, it's not a shitty job at all Very interesting. That's one point to bring up. I like. I hate. There's certain like stigmas in the food world that need to get deleted.
0: Interesting. So dishwashing is a stigma. Yeah. Very interesting.
1: Everyone always thinks it's like the lowest job ever when it's the most important job in a kitchen.
0: Interesting. You need. um, I'm genuine curiosity. What makes it the most important job?
1: Because I never would have thought. I. You need clean plates. You need clean cutlery. Um, you need things on time. Like, uh, you can't, so you, you'll never go into the kitchen and see 100 pans. Right. Like, you'll see, like, 10 or 20. And then and then at the same time, you can't use the same pans. Every order. Right. So in order to have a great uh, team, you, you need, the heart of it is the dishwasher. So, like, you can't cook anything without anything clean.
0: <laughs> that is the most... Bro, you broke that down so perfectly. <laughs> Thank you. When you think about it like that, bro, we go to a restaurant every day, plates, they're always there. Mm. How do they get there? Exactly. That's so interesting, man. I love how you said the team too. Yeah, 100%. I feel like family, that,
1: actually. I always i always look at them as a family. That's the only way. Because like, a team... This is how I look at it. A team is... All has all have the same goal, and they all think the same, right? Yep. A family, you got your your little sister having boy troubles. you have your, you have your brother fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have your uncle, um, just got a divorce or something. Like it's just so. And, but at the same time, even though they have all those problems, when we're together, business. It's business. But we're having fun at yep. the same time.
0: <laughs> bro, huge lesson. That's a huge lesson, man. I love they use the examples of, like, there's problems happening. There's always going to be yeah. problems. We make it work. Yeah. Love that, bro. The the dishwashing thing so interesting because you ever seen Scarface?
1: I did, but I only watched it as a child, just to say I watched it as a child. So there- I didn't even, like... Pay attention.
0: You got to watch it because... No, you don't have to. I recommend <laughs> watching it because uh, there's a really iconic dishwasher scene in the movie where the main characters are just like, fuck, this job is so hard. Yeah. and No, it
1: sucks. <laughs> it is very hard. But
0: the it, way you're explaining how important it is, I love that, bro. Yeah. It makes so much sense. You're not buying new plates every order. There's orders. a reason why it's so hard. <laughs> yes. Exactly. You feel like that kind of taught you, like,
1: humbleness? 100%. Like, the food will... Uh, I, I think... Um, that the food industry, from my perspective, is one of the only industries where you're lear- you're learning every day about what's happening inside the kitchen and outside the kitchen at the same time. So, like, obviously, food and and. Um, and getting things done on time clean cleanliness whatever but like what you're learning here you can take outside with you so like organization for example yep so like yeah you're organizing um, cutlery or whatever but like it your body works by routines yes so like the more you do this routine the more your body just goes oh when I'm at home, I need to organize this. <laughs> yeah. So like, an organization is a big thing in life. You Huge. you need it. <laughs> Huge. And I, that's 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 one point where I learned something big inside and outside the kitchen.
0: Transferable skills. Yeah.
1: I have wow. a lot of it. A lot.
0: <laughs> I could imagine, bro. Like, yeah. I, I've never. I actually don't think I've ever been inside a kitchen while it's been cooking. Like,
1: yeah, a lot of people haven't. It. Probably okay. not.
0: And I've seen it on TV, and it just always looks so. Like so much going on. And I always found that. There is. Bro, you got to be fucking on it. A
1: kitchen is like the brain of someone that has ADHD. Times a hundred. So much going on. (laughs) Times a (laughs) hundred. Yeah. So much going on, but somehow you're paying attention
0: to everything that's happening. Is it pretty much from open to close? Like a busy restaurant pretty much open doors for the morning and you're on go till close.
1: Uh, I guess it depends where you're working at. Um, if it's a small restaurant that has a smaller staff, then yeah, probably open to close. Um, but if it's like a corporate restaurant, like Chop Steakhouse right. or Jackassers, um, they, they're able to have a big enough staff where they don't have to be there to open to close. It's right like open to 12 and then shift work, yeah, stuff like that.
0: Interesting, bro. I- Very, very interesting. The dishwashing it it, bro, I'm sold. It's the most important part of the kitchen, man. It's sold. I'm sold. (laughs) When you were doing that, were you knowing you wanted to work in the restaurants this whole time? Okay. No,
1: absolutely not. I didn't really know that I um like needed to be in the industry until maybe I was like probably like eighteen okay or 19. so back then like i was just getting jobs here i worked all over mississauga like it's crazy um i think one of my first jobs was the pickle barrel yeah when it was at air mills yeah um and that was my dishwasher and prep job and then i went to jackassers sorry no i don't even remember <laughs> like, i know i worked at jackassers i worked at scada um I worked at Symposium only because I wanted serving experience just to see how it was. Right. Didn't, I didn't go back. not a fan of <laughs> serving. I'm not a fan of serving. I just can't. I'd I rather, I rather have my, my food speak for me or like have someone speak for me about right. my stuff. So all the servers out there, kudos to y'all because that's a headache and a half, and they're underpaid for it.
0: <laughs> huge bro that's that's real too that you tried that job yeah. see if you like it and I you realize-
1: bartender too and I was a barista for a bit I wanted to try every type of style in the food world I can't do every, I can't do sushi yet but cause traditionally they, they won't right train anybody that's not Japanese right yeah
0: that's a great way to be man it's learning about the whole industry as opposed to just one aspect.
1: Yeah. No, it's fun. It's fun. I, I, think, I think any type of... A, you don't even have to be in the food world. Like, any, any type of creator, any type of art, like a painter, a singer, a rapper, producer, podcast, <laughs> anything, anything, will always get them intrigued into doing more in the creating world. I
0: completely agree with you.
1: Like, for example, here, it's like you got you got video recording audio lighting like that like these all, all should be like only one component at a time but you're doing it at the same time cuz you're a creator.
0: <laughs> uh, that's real bro. You know you're, I, mean? I 100% agree with you yeah. and you, like the the thing about the food world that did always intrigue me was that creative aspect. Mm-hmm. Like I love the just watching those types of shows like a Guy Fieri type show yeah. or all the big guys yeah. like putting this and this together, making a meal out of it, or even the way they treat people. Like when you see different chefs that are like different styles or different, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I just see how it is a creative world. Everyone can put their own little spin on whatever they're doing. If they want to.
1: That it's a creative world. And, and the stories you hear, (laughs) the stories you hear from just like great chefs. Like for me, for me, great chefs aren't well. I'm sure they're great, but like, God, like, I'm not gonna think of a celebrity chef right away. No type of shit. Like there's there's so many great chefs, especially Mississauga, and it, it actually kind of bothers me on how and how much there are, but they're not as known as they should be. As as if as opposed of like if you go to Toronto, you'll You can probably point out ten chefs if you're in the food industry, right? Interesting.
0: I didn't know that. So that border actually is a border.
1: Yeah, yeah. Toronto, like, like this is this is another reason why like I wanted to come here as well. Um, Was I'm honestly I just want to say like Mississauga is great, but it can be better, right? Love that. Like. as, as far as a food world for me, like if I want to go out to eat, I'm not going to be like, I want to go somewhere Mississauga, right? That doesn't, that doesn't even sound right. right you want to go downtown? Like, you want to like, go. go downtown, yeah, right? Or you want to go to Burlington, right? Or, or something like that. Not, not Mississauga, yeah, you're right. It's never Because when you think Mississauga, you think, um, Well, hopefully my buddy doesn't hear this. He probably (laughs) will hear it, to be honest. Um, But all you see is, like, shawarma spots and, like, bars. Yeah, exactly. Which, like, I'm not putting shame on them, but I'm like, we just need more variety. Yes, (laughs) exactly.
0: Not, like, not chains.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hence why, like, hence why I started the stuffed wings for me.
0: Yo, the stuffed wings look crazy.
1: Yeah, they are. (laughs)
0: the stuff wing looks crazy i was you posted some like promo videos of them on your instagram i I was showing friends at work today i'm like look at this and they're like oh that looks unreal
1: i think next time i think we should do another one next time where i just bring you samples
0: bro i'll never say no to that you know
1: and it's a video contract we can do a vlog bro yeah i'm totally down for that
0: i think we should do that we know some mutual friends that could film that
1: Yeah. yeah and and eat it and eat it <laughs> This is
0: gonna happen like you said video contract we're Yo, fucking facts. doing that i love that idea bro for the
1: video contract i want to add brown guy made it to this video i'm making a brown guy wing too
0: bro this so, guy has enough foods named so, after him now
1: i'm um, doing a brown yeah him i know <laughs> for crazy sure. for sure no but like he deserves it hell yeah he's, man he's, he's uh he's Shut building up. his legendary status and like and like i'm only saying it because he won't say it because he's too humble <laughs>
0: that's that's why i love these conversations because there's so many great people doing their thing and yeah. like okay small platform sure but shouting it out is awesome like right. someone hearing that is going to be like oh man that's I brown that. guy made it brown
1: guy made it brown shout guy, made guy it. and tk <laughs> shout out tk too <laughs>
0: um and gucci toronto and black toronto black man People doing their thing. Yeah. People doing their thing. So you're gonna make a brown guy wing.
1: A brown guy wing. I have no idea. You know what's funny? The last, sh- like, I don't know, podcast or live stream I went on, it was talking about my wings before I before I okay. released it. It was at Toronto Black. No way. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's full circle. I man. know. Everything. I know. It's weird. I keep shaking. Anyways. <laughs> Super natural. I'm not nervous. Anyways. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, I was at Toronto Black and I brought the samples. And that was the first time um, anyone tried the stuffed wings. Yeah. Explain
0: what they are first for people that haven't seen it Oh, yet. yeah.
1: That's right. Um, I do jerk chicken wings stuffed with mac and cheese. And then I also have a new one that I haven't released out yet. But it's the uh, the Budai wing. That's what I saw. The Budai Wing. Um, it's it's actually the last name of my best friend. My longest best friend. And Budai? His whole family, yeah. Shout out to the Budai Guyanese, family, man. The Ghanaian. people. Um, so it's uh so I stuffed these wings with aluchana, which is uh, a potato and chickpea yellow curry. And I tossed it with a spicy tamarind sauce it looks crazy yeah, man yeah. No, it, it's good it, it tastes like a roti just without the roti fine <laughs> Ro- roti flavored chicken wings <laughs> yeah
0: that's huge yeah. man check these out um when they're available they're gonna fucking go crazy man
1: those are gonna fly off the shelves no, like especially Mississauga or Brampton. Brampton would fucking kill. Oh sure. yeah,
0: <laughs> gonna fly like real chicken wings, man, yeah. right off the
1: shelf. Yeah, that's, that's a a fucking huge. So that, yeah, so right now I'm just doing pop ups. Um, okay, you know, I was trying to get stuff together. So eventually the goal is to have a food truck or my own little spot. Have my own like I, I wanted to get big as like KFC. That's my goal, bro. It's like I wanna, yeah. I wanna on those belly wings on like every corner
0: ambition man that's my goal That's dream as fucking much as possible because we can do it you,
1: you only dream when you're sleeping
0: big facts
1: that's why I don't sleep <laughs> there's time
0: There's time for sleep you know yeah that's fucking awesome when you were in the kitchens when did you start cooking for you like were you hired as a chef elsewhere before
1: Billy Bistro yeah okay. um so I so I got majority of my, I guess passion and creativity when I started working at Capra's Kitchen in uh, Clarkson. Okay. Um, uh, Capra's Kitchen is owned and ran by executive chef Massimo Capra celebrity chef yeah one of the top italian chefs in in canada and now i can actually believe that (laughs) back then it was i was like oh yeah but like now i'm just like yeah yeah, i completely get it um but he um being such a like traditional italian yeah he's italian you know like mustache like he will let you know 100 100 what is good what is bad without hesitating it's fucking awesome because that's difficult yes in in this game or any any game in the art world it's it's hard hearing the truth sometimes especially when you when you put out like a hundred percent yes and then you hear eh could be better like, at the time, you're like, fuck you. <laughs> oh, for sure. You definitely <laughs> like, take it personally yeah, at yeah. the
0: beginning, yeah, you know? Yeah,
1: you are gonna take it personally because you're passionate. Exactly. Right? You care. Um, but, like, now it's, like, now I'm, like, thinking about it. Except, like, right now? Yeah. I'm like, shit, I'm so happy you told me that. Because, it it, it once again, it's a, it's a learning curve. Um, it's not everything is going to go your way, you know, exactly. type of deal. Not everything's going to be right in your way. <laughs> and, and like in that split second, I was just like, thank you, Massimo.
0: <laughs> Man, th- you're absolutely right. Because that pure honesty is not easy to find. Yeah. And then someone like him who is OG status yeah. in, in the chef from food world, that feedback, people would pay a lot of money to fucking hear that, bro. About an honest critique?
1: Yeah, no, it's great. That's and huge. I love it. And like to this day I'll call him if I have any advice if I need any advice. It's <sighs> amazing. And he, and he picks up, which is
0: Shout out crazy. Massimo Capra, man. <laughs> Toronto yeah. legend. Yeah. You so you work pretty closely with him?
1: Yeah. He treated me like like I was his son. And that's like, awesome. That, like, man. That's how traditional he was. Like that, so I met his I met his his wife was always there, Rosa, Rosa Capra. Um, and like his whole family would be there, his his sons, uh, rest in peace to Andrew. Um, but yeah, he had another son named Daniel. So every time he, he saw me, he'd be like, "Oh, Daniel, my son." <laughs> Daniel, my son. There we go. That's awesome,
0: bro. Shout out Massimo Capra, man. But he really got me to like
1: really like pay attention to um, what I what I need to do to make sure it's like perfect. If not perfect, then almost perfect
0: you feel like working at with him and at the restaurant level, they like, got you to another level? Yeah,
1: it got me to think differently, right? Like, it's a complete switch. And then after after Capra's, um, I met a Port credit chef legend, um, chef Tiago P- Pablo. Um, and he worked at door 55 at yep. the time. And Back then, so they had a menu change. The beginning was fantastic. Now, I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Um, but it was a smokehouse. It was like southern barbecue, Louisiana style, like all that. Noir brisket Noir and all Noir that. Brisket, yeah. like smoked everything. Like yeah. Smoked wings, smoked garlic, like everything. If it
0: could be smoked, like, it was smoked. Like
1: He, he tested all, every, everything that could be smoked, he probably smoked it. <laughs> He smoked smoked paprika. (laughs) It
0: was happening,
1: whatever it was. Yeah, so then I learned, um, so in Cavs, I learned, like, the Italian style and a little bit of, like, um, the Middle Eastern style because they're very similar in some cases. Oh, yes, please. And then um, with Chef Tiago, uh, he didn't only show me um the the southern barbecue style but he showed me like portuguese he's half um portuguese angolan um so he showed me portuguese style he showed me like some african styles which african even though i'm african i barely know african foods (laughs) interesting (laughs) which i should learn more which i will eventually but yeah he showed me that style he's like i was hanging out with him the other day and like he's threw me threw me a whole bunch of other ideas these are the type of chefs that like i love like i these are the type of chefs that you need so like for anybody that's in the industry right now or thinking about being in the industry um whatever spot you're at just make sure that when you're when you're approaching the chef Or if you're around the chef everything just feels positive everything feels welcomed everything should feel homey but still with a little bit of business you know what i mean
0: i do yeah because it's um i feel like it's a role where you need to learn and to be able to learn you kind of have to feel comfortable and be with someone that knows what they're doing and knows yeah knows you yeah as opposed to like transactional. Yeah. Cooking's very personal.
1: 100%. It's
0: always been. Like it's the one of probably the most constant thing the that humans is, have had. That's
1: why food is love. It is. If if food is 100% love to you, you have to put 100% of your heart no matter how hard, no matter how annoying, no matter how tired you are. 100% of your love always goes into that plate. Very real. Took me a while to learn that.
0: A while. <laughs> what was like, obviously, it wasn't a flick of a switch, but were there, was there a few things that was like, okay, this is how I feel? What do you mean? About the food being love, really. Like, you always, you said it took you a while to figure that out. Was there like something that.
1: No, it was like, I always do food as love. It's just, um, when the back then for me it, it was it was very hard for me to uh, control my stress, and Got it, it was it was never stress at work. It was stress outside of work. Like I was the type of person where it was very difficult for me to not bring the outside world to my workplace. So back then it was like, like I have. Food on a plate, yeah, people love it, but I did not put my full love. Right. It's like if I put my full love, then it would have been a whole different experience. But because I didn't, it was just like, uh, eh, yeah, whatever, I took a picture.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was work.
1: One of those moments. It's like, it's one of those things where you just know it. <laughs> like, you feel it. If you feel it, then it's right. If you feel nothing, you fucked
0: up <laughs> that's that's a that's very real bro yeah that's something very relatable because that's something i've been trying like trying to get better at as well more of the being in the moment i feel and yeah you know what you're doing is what you're doing let's yeah. do the best we can yeah. let's being enjoy present, it being present
1: being present, pres- being exactly. present is, is very difficult it very is. difficult that's something i'm learning too um i think i think that was part of like the that whole that whole process of always being stressed or angry or sad or whatever. I kept like either it was either me thinking about what happened in the past or about me trying to figure out what to do with the future. Yep. Both things that I can't control, but I'm going to worry about it anyways. It was like that mindset. So then now I'm like, wherever I'm at, like, I don't care what happened in the past. I don't care what's going to happen in the future, but I, I would love to just enjoy what's happening now.
0: hundred <laughs> percent, bro. I, 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 what you just said was oh. absolute facts, bro. Cheers Thanks. to that again. Because <laughs> uh, I think as a young person growing up, you just make so many new decisions yeah. and you're bound to make a ton of mistakes. But yeah. it's like through those decisions, you learn so much about what you just mentioned. <laughs> like it. A lot of people will never understand that because you need to like you kind of said you have to feel that in your heart it can't be i'm telling you to be present now you'll be present Mm -hmm. it's got to be you need to make that you know and um those conversations are so honest again because we're admitting like yo it's a challenge to do this it's not like you flip a switch and now i'm present forever oh yeah you know it's it's it's, constant it's it's
1: very difficult
0: but it's a very rewarding
1: But, like, uh, part of the things um, why now I love to be in the present is because of my failures in the past. It's the only way to get there, bro. But it's great. Like, I love that I failed. Failing is okay. Like, that's one thing that um, was very difficult for me to um, just take in. Like, like I failed a lot. I fucked up a lot. Yeah. But... I'm still here. I'm still alive. still got a roof over my head. I still got food in my belly sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm still going. And that's all I can think about.
0: That's all you need, bro. Yeah. That's all you need because you're, you know what, you know what you're doing, man. You know what you're doing. Even that thing. Bro, I love that you mentioned too like so many failures. To me, that just shows someone that's very ambitious driven, like wanting to do well. Wanting you know what it is, bro? Wanting to have a great life.
1: Yeah. As great it. as it can be. That's it.
0: And great to me just means fucking doing my best. And man. I would
1: like I like I, I love that whatever great happens to me beams out to everyone that's around me. Like it's just I don't know how I do it or how it happens but like just it's always smiles galore around me just f-
0: again happiness. to your point you feel
1: it's it man great you feel it it's it's like free drugs <laughs> it's like natural drugs
0: it is it's uh it's it's like oh shit I can do this yeah. you know that's yeah. like a drug kind of an addiction yeah. like oh fuck I've done yeah. good shit already Couldn't keep doing it more kind of to your point of uh he like if you're in an industry, whatever it is, learn as much as you can about it because you never know what. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. that stuff becomes very addictive. Like oh that fuck, is. I could do this.
1: <laughs> kind of like um, so I'm like as a creative, like I'm trying to teach myself other things outside of the food world. Um, so like COVID times when we had absolutely nothing to do. Yeah, um, I bought a I bought a DJ controller. And like I just started playing around with that, like I love music. Music is, if I if it's not food, it's music. Okay. Me. If I if I can ever create music, that'll be amazing. But I can't, so yes. I just mix it. Very <laughs> so, cool. Um, and I got my DJ buddies, uh, DJ uh, Super Hot Fire, DJ Tyler, um, also, other great talents in Mississauga shout out to the
0: miss saga talent man yeah so many
1: i know i'm gonna give you all of them
0: let's do it bro <laughs> let's I'm do doing. it let's do it so I'm many fucking talented people in toronto as a whole but then you go into segments mississauga brampton all the gta
1: and whitby that's like that's so many so i got them come over and just show me uh a couple tricks basics whatever they show me basics and then i got hooked okay so (laughs) like once i figured out how to mix i was like oh my god what just happened it's the same feeling i get when i create like like a new stuffed wink like i'm just like oh my god i gotta share this to the world but djing is is i don't think it's gonna be like uh like a career for me or something um which i I would love if if it could be but for now it's just like uh like a hobby like something like, like a little therapy, which I mean, is
0: awesome, therapy. bro. Yeah, anything you enjoy to do in life, as long as it's like, it's positive. Like, <laughs> don't fucking go crazy, nobody. <laughs> like something that's good, like that, yeah. huge, bro. If you make yeah. a dollar, that's amazing. But that's cool. Uh, the like, fun of it,
1: it's fun. It's just I my my I turned my room into like a studio, basically. That's so like. So, like, if I'm ever, like, really annoyed, I'll just connect my controller and just start blasting music and lights on like crazy, like, blinking. What I, it feels it feels like a club. Am I yeah, right? But it's just, up, it's just me. <laughs>
0: Billy Bistro is turning into a club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, next, I would love that. Next announcement. Belly Belly Bar.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the I names are, uh, the options are endless, bro. I know, I know. <laughs> What kind of, what's your, like, go-to music? Is it Hell Stuff?
1: Uh, I'm everywhere. I was raised with a lot of different styles of music, uh, mainly because, so my dad was um, a lot older than all my friends' dads, and like all my friends' like grandparents. Okay. So like, my dad, my dad was born in
0: 1933.
1: Wow. Right? And then, uh, my, so both my parents are uh, 20 years apart. So, My dad was, uh, the one about music. Like he, like his love for music is unmatchable with, with anyone else. Like, I don't even know, but so he showed me the world of like classical. So like a lot of, um, Beethoven and, uh, Mozart, um, beautiful. It's really, really relaxing and it's yeah um and then like drop me down to opera with andrea bocelli Legend. um which i love it i just hate that i don't understand it okay <laughs> that's my thing. like i know majority of it is in like uh italian or i think they have spanish as well but um opera is beautiful like there are there are, i do believe that opera can make you cry without you even knowing it because that happened to me once i didn't know how that happened <laughs> nice um and then uh it switched to like a lot of like calypso and like f Af- like old school afro music um and then to like disco 80s rock 90s hip-hop r&b and then versatile life, man bro yeah it's in like, the right place it's crazy I'm a- i uh, country is a hit or miss for me Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't hate it like i i actually for me for me for me some songs are actually very similar to hip-hop
0: the cause but even the content like the subject matter is very similar to hip-hop right
1: it is their life drinking, drinking girls partying yeah um, just like the
0: delivery is different, but the content shitty is really relationships,
1: the same. like exactly. Yeah, my shorty it. left. It's like instead of fucking a beer, it's a uh, fucking gin, yes, <laughs> like <laughs> a
0: lean cup, yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> no, it's true, man. I, I always enjoy uh talking to. Like for example, chef. But you're also very passionate about music. I yeah. love that. Like, cause there's no one. Th- you don't have to be locked into only one thing, bro. You have so many things you're passionate about. Dude, I
1: love dancing. Dancing is my shit. Um, Good dancing, for you, was, man. Dancing was the other thing where, um, like, I always wanted to figure out how to how to make a career out of it. That that was one of the things. But then I stopped dancing. But like I was pretty I was pretty good at that too. I wasn't as good at soccer, but dancing I was pretty good at it. Like a lot of popping, break dancing, and like, you know, dance hall whining and all that stuff. And it's good. It's a good time.
0: Very cool, man. That's all stuff you never know. Get right back into it one yeah, day. Who knows? Maybe can't rule it I out. I don't know.
1: I just started going back to the gym. So if I'm fit enough, then yeah, probably
0: love that bro you
1: got a lot of stamina for dancing
0: <laughs> looks like fucking boxing damn near yeah. the amount of movement you're doing yeah 100 percent. fucking crazy bro um growing up with the like older parents did that was that something that you feel like was pretty unique because
1: 100 unique yeah um a little difficult because it felt like for me it felt like my life was rushed Right. You know, not that I was born so late, but like so I guess when parents hit a certain age Slow they down. they they expect their kids to be a lot higher. Right. Whatever. So uh, let's say I was seventeen and all of my other friends' parents were like a lot younger than my um parents so like their parents would be like oh yeah let's talk about um what league you want to go into yeah right prom yeah and then for me it was like what career do you want (laughs) right right (laughs) What or like what are you gonna who are you gonna marry or like when are you gonna have kids yeah like my culture my culture is like is like i should have had kids like 10 years ago (laughs) type of deal I'm already ten years too late. Maybe even twenty years. I have no idea why, <laughs> but that was like the thing where I was like, "Yeah, I always felt like I was being rushed, and that was part of my stress uh, growing up." I, 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 that, I always man. felt like I needed just because, because like, um, in twenty twenty one, my dad passed as well, and not seeing that, the rough that up, my app passed rough year. Yeah, it's ridiculous. My uncle passed too, and one of my close friends, all in that one year during COVID, where they didn't allow anybody in the hospital. And stuff oh yeah. like that. so it's very difficult. Wild, bro. But sorry, where was I going with this?
0: Sorry. Like you felt a little rushed.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So before all that, um, I always felt rushed because like they're getting older, they're getting sick, and like like. I was taking on responsibilities as a 16 year old that, like, I mean, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to make myself get that, you know, it was your reality. You bro. know, like for me, it was like, I had to take on a job that should be for like a 30 year old. Right. I was 16. Right. And at the same time, I had to hide it from like all my friends. Cause like, I, I, I didn't want that to be their problem. Exactly. That deal? So, but at the same time, it started to become a bigger problem for me. So that was that was a difficult part. That was a difficult part for me to, to try and figure out how am I going to get out of this, mm-hmm. <laughs> <did> this feeling.
0: <laughs> Very real, bro. Yo, yo. Help yourself. Oh, yeah, Very real. That, you, I like, too, how you... Like, it's not shit that you talk about much, you know, but it did happen. It was your life. Like, yeah. we all have things that help shape us, you know, and talking yeah. about it sometimes. It's not the most, like, that's not a topic we talk about on a daily basis. No, 100 You know 100%. what I'm saying? It's, yeah. But it's a very big part of your life or, yeah. you know, yeah. you're in there for Actually, for years. me, like, I,
1: I, these conversations happen a lot because um, I don't know what it is about me, but I feel like. One, I'm a type of person where anybody can tell me anything. I don't know how I do that, (laughs) but it just happens. Um, But at the same time, um, if I get comfortable with you, which it doesn't happen as quick as it did today, but um, once I'm comfortable with you, then then why should I hide anything?
0: Relatable again. Yeah. Yeah yeah because it's your shit yeah it's like i you know and if kind of going back to the like massimo capra example like you can be that for someone else as like a resource as like a you know yeah. conversation help could help this guy yeah that's huge bro that's a lot of like that's a lot of power right there it's like yo you could be someone like a, a kid that 10 years younger than you that's working with you you could be you yeah. know, uh, you have a ton of experience, a ton of things that you've done. And
1: that's probably like my 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 sous chef for Belly show. He's not 10 years younger than me. I actually don't know how old he is, honest, <laughs> I, think, I think he's 25 or 24. His name's Jeremiah. Um, Shout out Jeremiah. Yeah, uh, he, um, I originally hired him when I was uh, the head chef at El Jefe for credit. No way. Um, and I was actually—he was one of the kids that kind of inspired me during the interview okay. while I was interviewing him. Cause like it was just the way he carried himself, confidence. Like, like I liked it a lot, and like the way he spoke. Like, like if you look at him, he's gonna probably slap me for saying this, <laughs> but if you look at him, you think thug, right? Okay. But like light skin, like, like, Chris Brown, yo, excuse me, miss, thug type of shit. Right, like right, Like that right. type of shit, right? right. <laughs> when he starts talking, it's like... It's like Carlton. <laughs> Shout out Carlton. But, like, with swag. Yeah. It's like if Carlton and Will and Fresh Prince were one person... The hybrid. That would be him. <laughs> yeah, that's type real. type of shit. So, uh, yeah, he he inspired me a little bit just like how he held himself right as a as a person and so that intrigued me to um see how far i can um teach him train him show him the way um and like every, every everything that i threw at him he did it constantly and like i'll throw at him again he'll just do it right away and that's it was beautiful and then um from then on, I was like, "Yeah, any type of pop ups I have, Roberto Bustillo, you're my suit." Love that. And then um, we did a pop up, and then right after the pop up, he started his own thing, his own catering thing and pop ups and stuff like that. And like, to to someone that like if it was someone else that was like a spiteful chef type of deal, they'll be like, "Oh, yo, you're stealing my idea." Yeah. Oh, like oh, you trying to do what I'm doing type of shit, and then for me, like I looked at it like, wow, I I really inspired somebody, and like I go by like my saying is create, master, inspire, it's my thing, and like the fact that I went to the end and inspired someone already, without me even I didn't even create anything yet, I didn't even get a chance to master it, but I inspired somebody, it's beautiful. Did and if anybody that thinks of it different, it's you're crazy.
0: <laughs> you are crazy because that's a, a huge opportunity that you would miss. Yeah. You know, because now he's gonna have a, a lineage, you yeah. know, and
1: no, I will have his back like to the end.
0: I love that man. To the the loyal, loyal brotherhood. That's awesome, man. Because business is tough too. To it have is, people that man. you can trust is necessary, really. You know, understanding that is
1: it's very difficult, huge, especially um, just having someone um, that's loyal, yeah, um, that will one hundred percent give you his, or all, his or her or them all, and just always be there. Yeah, that's all you really need. Down really there, think about it. You you just need somebody to to be there. The fact that this person has skills is a bonus.
0: Facts because yeah. the the skills part you could always improve on yeah like being there you're either there or you're not uh-huh. it's kind of like we talked about where being in the present you either have to do it or you're not yeah you know what I'm saying it's up to that person yeah that's real shit with Billy But uh, Billy Bistro um, was that something you always maybe not the name we talked about that but yeah. did you always know you wanted to have your own pop up or mm-hmm. your own thing
1: yeah I always knew I needed my own thing. I just didn't know what that thing
0: was. Right.
1: I had two other catering companies beforehand. I had um, the first one. I I think I was 16 or 17. I don't remember what. But it was all-time catering, and I knew nothing. (laughs) The fact that I got a gig shocked me. Um, But, yeah, I knew nothing then. I don't know as much as I should now, but but I know I know a lot. But so I had that. And then, um, I think this was during COVID. I had a fuse cuisine, um, which was a meal plan. Okay. Brand. And I, um, I did it for two reasons. One, I wanted to actually figure out. So I was doing meal plans based on certain dietary restrictions. Okay. So I was doing keto, vegan, vegetarian, just full five day meal plans. Um, and there's like five different meals.
0: Okay. You're cooking for it for week. them or you're yeah, cooking it for them. You're cooking it for them. Okay.
1: And like portion it, whatever. Gotcha. And I did it at a super low price. This is my, this is my trick. And I think it worked for me a little bit. I did it at a super low price mainly because I knew everyone was in dire need of like sustenance of food, but they couldn't at the time. Um, So I wanted to figure out how to help the community in a way. Yeah. So yeah, so I did that and it, it became very aggressive. Like it was very busy. Um to the point where I just couldn't handle it. Sure. It was a lot. <laughs> um it wasn't even like it was a lot like it, that's great for business. It was just a lot. It's not good because I don't have enough space. Yeah. To execute all this. And at the same time I was doing drop offs for people. Huge. So I was making it easier for them. Without right. without a charge. So that was my thing. So it was that, and at the same time, I wanted to. So because I was doing drop-offs, I wanted to. I wanted my name out, in like different areas. Yeah. In the GTA. Um, and it just got too aggressive, so i had to stop it. And so I stopped like even like catering or pop-ups for a little bit. And I. I actually got the stuffed wing idea from uh, Steve Harvey. Family Feud. Yeah, no, it wasn't on Family Feud, it was just a Steve Harvey. The guy from Family Feud, yeah, Steve Harvey. Harvey. Yeah, it was from Steve Harvey. Um, He got these two guys, they look like they're around the same age as me. Okay. Um, They had stuffed wings, and they're the only guys in the States that had stuffed wings. And like, but they had like southern style stuff wings, Right. Like, col- like stuff with collard greens, stuff with like rice and prawns. I don't know. But like the whole time, I'm like, how the fuck did they stuff chicken wing? <laughs> I was so pissed. I'm like trying to figure this shit out, and like I'm on YouTube searching how to stuff it. It's not showing me shit. I'm sure I'm on Google. It's not showing me anything. I'm like, yo, these guys are pissing me off. <laughs> I'm like, I I'm, I'm, I'm on their Instagram, I am on their Facebook. Nothing's working. And then, I'm like, so I just started testing shit. It took me 14 tries.
0: <laughs> yo, honestly, that's not bad. 14 tries. If I'm looking at these fucking chicken wings, I'm like... To
1: figure out how yeah, to it.
0: How the hell do you do and that? And
1: even then, I feel like they have an easier way on how they did it. But whatever, my way works. <laughs>
0: your way is your way.
1: <laughs> but also, my way... So... These stuffed wings are actually, which I'm, I'm, I'm ha- very happy to say is I'm the only one that does it in the country, which I did my, I obviously did my research um, through like uh, my lawyer friends and marketing friends. Um, and I did my own research as well on top of it, but I'm the only one that does stuffed chicken wings that are bone in.
0: In Canada. In Canada, only one selling boned chicken stuffed chicken wings in Canada. Yeah, that's huge, bro. Yeah,
1: it's very rare to find anything
0: that you're lonely. And
1: I love that I can say that I'm from Mississauga and I'm repping Mississauga.
0: I love that you could say that too, bro. That's great. We need we there, yo. Next generation of Mississauga is crazy. I know. GTA again in general. Uh, I know. That's huge. The, the the stuffed chicken wing is a Mississauga entity, man. Love it. Love it. Which will be global.
1: Oh, I hope so.
0: Fuck yeah, bro. That's. I hope so. Was that like uh, after you put the meal plan business on hold? Was the stuffed chicken wing idea like the thing that really got you into what you're currently doing? Oh,
1: it, t- it actually took a while. Okay. Till I figured out how to do the stuffed wings. It was like. I originally so when I did Belly Bistro, it was actually gonna just be a catering company, um, and then so I did the catering gigs. I'm like, caterings are cool, like like it is fun for people, but and that is what I do now. But it's not as fun for me. Right. For me, like I love interacting with people. Like, if it's a catering gig where, like, I'm able to talk to the people in the band about about the food and, like, where it came from or what it is right. and stuff like that, then, yeah, cool, that's great. But, like, 90% of the time, you can't do that. Right, right? they're talking
0: to each other. So, this
1: is why, I like, pop-ups. Pop-ups, you're 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 meeting people that, one, you're meeting people you've never seen before. And, two, you're probably going to meet people that are not in, even in a the GTA. They're, like they are from different provinces or different countries and stuff like that. You get to learn their story while they're excited to try your food. Right? It's beautiful. Great like I love I love pop-ups. I never get nervous when I'm, when I'm around people and I'm cooking. If I'm cooking and people I, and I see that people are intrigued and they want to learn, I'm giving you all I got. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: you're in the kitchen, man. Yeah. That's real.
1: I'm giving you everything.
0: That's very real. That bro. was the
1: beauty. That was like the other reason for the stuff wing. Um, I I was looking for something that like so I feel like people are not really paying attention to detail in foods when they go out. Yeah, there's foodies. Um, you know, taking pictures and videos and whatever. Yeah because it does look beautiful, right? But you're never gonna think about like the process right. or like how like how long it took to get there. Or, like what they had to actually do to get it look like that, right? So the trick is to I don't know how to trick the mind is when what it's kinda like magic. Okay. Right? When you're watching a magic trick, you're in. You're paying attention to everything that's happening, right? Right. But something happens, and it disappears, and it reappears. And you're like, how would it happen? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That's the type of reaction I want for my food. That's real shit. So when they take the bite, they look inside the wing. Holy shit. What the fuck? How? And then so that wing creates um, uh, like a creative spark in your brain to to constantly go, how did you do this? How can I? And then it'll switch to maybe I can do something different with my field.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Real inspiration.
1: That's my shit.
0: You like to inspire, bro. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I love that. That's a beautiful thing to... That's it. To inspire is a beautiful thing. To aspire to, yeah. because yeah, 100%. yo, that person's inspired inspired by your their wings. That keeps your wings alive forever. Keeps so. you alive forever. Like
1: I hope so, man. Like
0: I love that. That's a great way to put it. And also, it's like a performance kind of. Yeah.
1: yeah, Oh, like I love putting up a show. Like I people watching you cook. Show. Yeah, I love that. That's what I'm gonna be doing at the the next event.
0: The next event, munchies. Bro, I'm going. I bought a ticket. I'm very fucking excited. I'm as I'm probably the most excited for this event as I've been for any event, bro. Yo, shit, man. You know, fucking, sh- cool. yo, shout out, Munchies. Shout out, T-Will. Everyone that's involved with that, I fucking love, uh, I love, I'm so enticed, bro. I've never been to an event like this before. Very excited.
1: I don't know how it's going to play out, but I feel like it's going to be very... It's going to give you, like, an exclusive feel. I think so, man. Which is why I'm very excited for it. Because it's going to give me a chance. Because I never brought Belly Show to Toronto. Okay. So, the only people I ever tried the wings are from Osaka.
0: You're crossing the border, man. (laughs) You're crossing the border.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, when T-Will reached out to me, which... Till this day, I have no idea how he found me, but you know what? I'm not gonna question it because that's it's a that's it's the a game, great blessing. Bro. That's it's a the great game. blessing.
0: Absolutely.
1: But uh yeah, when he reached out to me, I was like, "This is gonna be cool." Like and at the same time, when I'm like at a pop up, I feel like I'm at a competition. Mm. Right. So like, my 100, it's a 100 game for me. Game time for me when i'm in i'm in like how you see me now is not how i am gonna be when i'm there right i'm gonna be either running to talk to this person while i'm cooking or running to talk to this person while i'm cooking or letting my sous chef jeremiah yeah take over and then running around just to meet people constantly and co- just learning more and
0: you're in battle <sighs> mode over there great. bro. it's gonna be
1: great i am uh, I'm
0: I'm very excited, and you'll have the wings there.
1: Yes. Oh uh, bro, I can't fucking wait. I'll have the 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 jerk wings, the jerk wings stuff with mac and cheese there. Very I, excited. I have an idea. So es- essentially, before um, they wanted me to just drop it off, which it didn't make sense in my head because it's v- extremely difficult, almost impossible, to have to cook your wings keep them hot and crispy and then travel
0: you got to eat those right away man 100 so i agree
1: i i eventually um got a deal with t will to let me just cook it there you're gonna so have live cooking
0: that's so fucking cool bro yeah. <laughs> that is so fucking cool yeah you could vlog that
1: yo I don't know how her vlog, so you can I'll do you, it. you can you can do it for me. We'll if you get want. that, bro. Wait, the whole day?
0: We'll talk. We'll talk oh. after. We'll oh. figure something out, man. Ideas. Mm. Ideas come to life.
1: Well, oh, I'm a head full of ideas. <laughs> You're Always. in the right place, bro. Same. Always. Always.
0: Yo, again, it's like that pushing the limits. Like, oh, what can we make out of here? Might be interesting. Um, but I'm very excited for Munchies, bro. What
1: day is that again? May twentieth.
0: May twentieth. <laughs> Huge event a coming. month
1: after 420.
0: Yes, <laughs> makes sense. Clever. Everything adds up. Clever, <laughs> I love that. So, yo, actually, I, I did want to ask you one more thing. Um, you mentioned you were a head chef at El Jefe, yeah. Working a Port credit as a chef must be pretty interesting, yeah. Um, interesting part of the was, city.
1: That was my first head chef experience. Um it was definitely a lot, cause El Jefe in the summertime, it's always packed. He packed. Always packed. Um, at the same time, they had a lot of difficulties when I first started. So like, they wanted a whole switch, menu switch, everything. I that was my first place where I created my own full menu. Okay. Still there to this day. <laughs> Sick. Um, but, yeah, just working for credit, just the craziness and whatever. As long as you got uh, um, great crowd control uh, with your security and, like, how... Keep the how drunk the, fucks out. Yeah, exactly. How the yeah. team, like, holds themselves, then you're okay. Other than that, like, if you're not doing any crowd control in poor credit or any type of downtown... Um, district, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. You're kinda it gets screwed. dangerous. Yeah, it gets really bad.
0: What was the biggest change from being sous chef to head chef?
1: Uh, the headaches. <laughs> They're all on you now. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was more like it's just a lot more people to talk to. Right. That you need to talk to. Yeah. So as a sous, um, you're just getting your information from your head chef or your executive chef. Right. Um, but as a head chef, you're getting your information from who owns the establishment. And then you also have constant meetings with the general manager and trying to figure out how to f- how to make things more smooth. Right. But at the same time, you're you're building a menu, you're creating more, And you have such back, okay, back in that establishment, you you had like a very little amount of time to create and make sure everything goes out. Right. As opposed of um, any bigger chain restaurants, um, you would have a lot more time to create. So because it was in like, because it's a private restaurant, Private restaurants are normally like that. Sure. Um, just because they're trying to still build their name. Yeah.
0: Not not on the same.
1: Yeah. Level, level financially uh, yet. As like corporate. Hundred percent. So yeah, yeah. Well,
0: so you had yeah you're the you're the one man you're the fucking, the one in the middle of everything.
1: I actually feel like that sometimes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's true, I bro. I do feel like that sometimes. Now I'm at now I'm at the Pearl Hotel in Burlington, which was a huge switch for me. That's more like weddings and stuff, right? Yeah, I work in the I'm the event sous chef. Um, Very cool. But it's again it it brings me back to that full circle, right? So my aunt was a wedding chef. Okay, right, 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 right. She only did caterings. And, but she did huge catering. Five hundred people. Yeah, like we hit five hundred, but I haven't hit six hundred or seven. But then again, at the same time, like if you're thinking about it, she did buffets. I'm doing plated. Right. So it's, it's a little. It's a little bit different.
0: Apples and oranges, kind of. Yeah. yeah. That's so real, man. That really, I think you know, living out what she would have wanted, fucking amazing.
1: I do want to keep her spirit alive. I'm doing with a name like when I'm constantly um, posting about Billy Bistro, yeah I'm trying to like um, market my sure. own stuff but at the same time like I want you guys to to always remember her name like she she was such like I'm sorry I'm sorry if it's gonna make it like really down but like at
0: the assault. same
1: time she brought so much love happiness, sunlight, to any room that she walked into. She was literally the glue for, like, our whole family. Like, she would drive from Ottawa to here regularly. Oh, geez, that's a deep drive. I know. (laughs) Regularly. And it's like, she'll just randomly surprise us. And then, like, she'll pull me, and then she'll pull my brother, and then take her to a van, and then go to, like, my my aunt's house and take them to, and then go to my other aunt's house and take them to. And it's just this, this huge, like, feast. And we're all, like, together and laughing and having fun. And, like, it just feels like ever since she passed, it's, like, it's not there. Yep. It's just, like, I, I know one day it will come back, but right now it's not
0: absolutely... That's real shit, man. It's shitty as
1: fuck, but... Mm. That's life.
0: It is life, bro. And you know what, though? Like, this sort of conversation, like I said at the beginning, it's huge, man. Yeah. It's huge because she played a huge part in your life. I think mm. we all have people that played huge parts in our lives. Like, they're not forgotten. Yeah. They... they you know? It's important to... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It. Is, I, I don't know. I think it is.
1: Why I wear hats like this so this is for my aunt and this is for my dad
0: you wore fedoras yeah that afforded fedora yeah shout out to your dad man yeah
1: always
0: shout out to both of them yo they'd be super happy with what you're doing bro you're a hard worker Vest
1: right here yo bulletproof vest
0: real shit gotta
1: helmet. it <laughs> two, two
0: two bees in the chest there we go yeah. man. I, I love that bro yo i had such a fucking awesome time speaking to you um anything you want to bring up promote that you want to share like floor is completely yours, man. Uh,
1: well, something, Oh, well, we already spoke about munchies to It's coming on May 20th. Um, it is a big part for, of my life for me. Um, one, obviously bringing belly Busto to Toronto but also like, um, just, I want the same energy and love and sunshine that my aunt gave out to all of us um, with me and around me. And I want to be able to give that out to everybody that I meet for the first time or I've always known for my life. So that's me. A year ago, Daniel is, del- is deleted. <laughs> Daniel now Is in the present. Always. Love that. Love that. What's your IG, bro? People to find you. Daniel2 underscores Tesfay. That's it. Tesfay. Sorry. I was going to say, say it properly. Sorry. (laughs) Tesfay. But T E S F A Y. Fire. Put that up on the screen. No E at the end. I'm not related to the weekend. I'm not Guyanese. I'm not Colombian <laughs> that, that gets old eh I'm Eritrean I got a little bit Of Ethiopian in me That's it That's all Thank you
0: <laughs> Love it bro <laughs> Love it yo, yo Fucking appreciate you man This is an awesome conversation yo, I love this but Who are you listening to right now That's what I gotta leave it off of. What, what's your music of choice right now Right Present now, Daniel
1: I'm watching Hold on Yo I gotta, I gotta I'm listening to mixes right
0: now Okay let's do some shoutouts hold on. You know what's funny, bro? It I think r- I was listening to Common today. Okay. Hold up. Can't really go wrong.
1: Nah, no, the Anderson Pack, RNP.
0: The song, R.I.P.?
1: RNP. RNP. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say Anderson. Or Park. the light, the light by Common. That's dope. That song's dope. So if, if you ever want a song that's a little bit inspirational, but it's not cheesy light by common or anything by common it's fucking amazing yeah common's a legend bro <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh real quick when you were talking about country earlier and how like the the subject matter is super similar Hi- I typically listen to a lot of hip hop I'm fucking hooked on this country song now because it's literally about what we talked about getting drunk exactly. with this girl she left it's the same I thing love it has got
1: accent that's, that's it. literally that's it. it that's
0: it bro that's maybe it. got a
1: banjo in there or two, a two couple strings in there yeah. you know
0: that's so That's funny. That's the only it difference.
1: Is. But like, I I don't remember which artist said it. There's like a huge rapper that was... I think it was Biggie, actually. I think it was Biggie that like, was into country. <laughs> Probably, bro. Yeah, because Biggie was into like a lot of love songs. Yeah, they and, had like, the melodies too. a lot too. of weird shit. So I think, I think it was him that was about country.
0: Wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> man i surprised. could be wrong
1: so please don't shoot me if i'm wrong
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey bro you've earned you've earned one wrong you know that's okay it's on the house but appreciate yo it. i really appreciate you bro uh belly bistro have an ig too
1: yeah belly bellybistro.gta. Bellybistro.gta.
0: yo look out for the sky man look out for the the plates look out for everything man appreciate it. a lot coming appreciate you bro Thank versatile you. vigilante like comment subscribe chicken wing season man let's get it (laughs) oh i like that chicken wing season bro let's go